Hello and welcome to the Chris and Bud Show. My name is Chris Scarborough, and with me is my co-host, my friend, and my brother in pod, Mr. Bud Bohannon. Together we'll be taking you on a nostalgic ride discussing a wide array of topics from our childhood through today, hoping to share a bunch of laughs along the way. Talking about superheroes today. Oh, I forgot to say what's up. Oh my goodness. Let's just jump right into it, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> Who's your favorite Hello, superhero? Uh, you know, that's so funny. Um, we were kind of talking off air, of course, and you know, we just kind of stumbled on this one. Well, let's start up, but what, what do you look for when you when you seem to attach to a superhero? So I'll let you go first, bud. Well, I want somebody that's more grounded. I don't like stories, and this also pertains into movies. Like I like sci-fi stuff, but if it's too far out there. Like especially with time traveling and alternate universes and multiple universes, I'm so stupid that I can't keep up with it. So I like things that are a little more grounded to reality. And that's probably why some of my favorite superheroes are like Batman, because he has no powers, and Spider-Man, because his only powers are related to that of a spider, so that's something I can think about. But when you get into Superman, who can... You know, he's super strong, he can fly super fast, he can x-ray vision, he can frost breath, he can do whatever they need to write in for him to do. And he's an alien, and his weakness is magic, and like, that shit just starts getting way out beyond my uh, realm of understanding, or interest, I should say. Yeah, that's why it's kind of funny that you like the Flash. I mean, obviously we like the TV show version of the Flash, maybe more so than maybe the comics, I guess. Um, even though, even though neither one of us really do comics all that much, that's why you're kind of a funny guy because Flash is very much the exact opposite of what you just said. And like they're over there, like calculating math and doing all this weird like algorithms, and I'm lost. But at the same time, you can't help but be charmed by Grant Gustin, right? Who plays the Flash? Well, he is, but, but I they think don't. We have sort of they don't travel in time a lot. Does that make sense? Like he can. But he doesn't do it like... And he has. But he doesn't do it like every episode or every story arc. You know what I mean? Well, he did a good job of making it seem like if he did, uh, that he was going to fuck everything up. So... Right. To kind of pull him out of it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like everybody kind of understands that principle because the whole time travel thing in any movie has always been stated, you know, with the butterfly effect. You know, you go back in time, you step on a bug, you come back, you know, 5,000 years, and, and this is what evolution has happened, because you killed a cockroach. Yep. Yeah, me and you probably have the same sort of thought process when it comes to, like, superheroes and, and what we enjoy of a superhero. I, I, I do struggle with a lot of the uh, the fantastics, or the, the, the ones that are kind of, like, not grounded in reality. Like, it's hard, although... 
I don't really care for Captain America. He's like the exact. He's like maybe he's too much of like a. He's too boring for me. What a superhero! Yeah, he's like too much of what it should be. He's like the white meat baby face, you know. Like that worked in the 1980s. It doesn't work in you know or the 1950s in his in his sort of scenario, right? Or 40s or whatever. I, yeah, he's boring. I just don't get it. Well, see, and that's the other uh, thing. And that's too, why I think is Captain America for me personally. I don't like stuff set in like World War One, World War Two era. That also carries into that was video only games. in the beginning, right? Yeah, I mean that also carries into video games for me. Like they've played out so many World War Two games. I'm just over it. Which is- yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying like he's he might be the like and he's like the perfect him and Superman right are considered like the perfect what a superhero should be. Obviously, yeah, the role Super him, Superman is way more fantastic version of it, right? Yeah, I mean, if if Captain America and Superman fault, Captain America don't stand a fucking chance. Right, right, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of like, he's always the good guy, right? He never has; they never show really. Yeah, he's a role model superhero. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm just looking for, like a role model. Yeah, he's and, not uh, like it's hard. It's hard for. He's not like Batman, where you know Batman has. You know, evil tendencies. I guess I should say, or uh, Spider Man wrinkles, wrinkles. Yeah, wrinkles. Like he's not perfect. Like, he has wrinkles. Like he has his issues or things that he still deals with. Sure, um, his libido is not good enough. I guess. No. <laughs> My point is, is that he's not perfect. They portray Superman as always being perfect. Uh, Batman has things that, because he's human, hundred percent human, he has things that push him in one way or the other like like you said he's has evil tendencies it's maybe not the right way to say it but he has things that sort of um he has his own demons he'll do things that aren't always the the superhero way so to speak the vin- vigilantism yeah yeah i think for me uh i agree that it's all about in my mind that that exactly like you should have you should have things that aren't perfect I think if you portray anybody as perfect, they become a villain. They don't they don't stay as a good guy, right? Because you cannot relate to somebody who's always perfect. Yeah. You can only relate to somebody who makes mistakes because you're not perfect. You have you make mistakes too. So says you. Um yeah, I make mistakes every day. I'll admit it. I was just saying I'm perfect. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's why and and why you don't like Superman is beyond me then. Um I am the symbol of excellence. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you say so few words, right? You just can't can't help it. Um, Look, I say little and to the point. That's how excellence works. <laughs> I don't need an eight page narrative uh, to describe what I'm saying. Yeah, if I think it's so funny. When I was a kid, I definitely was more attached to X Men. Like you, you got into the DC version, and I got into like X Men. Uh, well, let's be uh, honest. Marvel. When you're a kid, you know you're kind of favorite superhero is really like your requirements for that really shift because you yeah you want who looks the coolest or who's the flashiest pun intended i'm sure um not really what's well, we'll so see what yeah. i did I so what's so funny my uh when i was a kid my favorite was probably like i didn't really care for wolverine but it was probably like cyclops and then i enjoyed gambit even though he was kind of like a a bad guy but i really liked gambit i thought that he was uh I liked his uh, New Orleans accent, and he was just kind of like, uh, you know, he's. <laughs> I always enjoyed him, and then, um, oh man, Nightcrawler. Those are my three favorites when I was a kid from X Men. I just always thought Nightcrawler was cool as hell with his three toes and like, uh, you know, blue. 
you know like it's all really cool so i was like man that's awesome i never really got super attached to superheroes after that right like i i sort of fell away from that and my superheroes became sports players and things like that and it wasn't really the same thing lame and then uh yeah thing and uh when all the marvel movies and everything started to come out remember we had already talked about this with arrow uh i really didn't know that the tv show was the same thing as the comic book and that are not the same thing, but they use the same characters uh, at first. And uh, I realized very quickly that of course that is the case. And uh, I really enjoyed the storyline and I really enjoy green arrow in general. Anyway, uh, once I started doing more research um, because he has his peaks and valleys, he has, he makes mistakes just like everybody else. Um, the Batman movies, of course, it's hard not to enjoy those. The, the, the Nolan trilogy, as they call it, where you get to see Batman sort of go through this this whole sort of gambit of of different emotions and different things that kind of happen over the course of those three movies. Well, I mean, even um, prior to that, you know, when you were a kid yeah. growing up watching the 90s versions, you didn't understand the comic yeah. lore of Batman, but they were still nope. watchable, enjoyable movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first two especially. Um, I, I enjoyed the, obviously, the the um, the first one the, with Michael Keaton. That was Clooney. Uh that was not the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't talk about Clooney. It was not Clooney. Uh, anyway, we go with Mr. Keaton. We go uh, research here. The first Batman movie was released in 1989. Uh, and it had Michael Keaton as Batman. I don't know. Well, maybe not the first movie, but the movie that we're talking about specifically here, had it was most certain. It's Tim Robbins right there. Tim Burton. I mean, yeah, Tim Burton series. 1989 It's freaking Michael Keaton. Get out of here, dude. Okay. Right there. With Nicholson as Joker. And then the second one is is still, I'm pretty sure it still has, yeah, it still has Keaton. And they added in Michelle Pfeiffer and Danny DeVito uh, as Catwoman and him specifically. And then it was Kilmer in Batman Forever, which is not very good. And then it was Batman okay. and Robin, which has George Clooney. I got him, with, uh, I got him flip-flop then. Yeah, it was the last one was with, uh, with Mr. Clooney and uh, the, what's his name, uh, Chris O'Donnell as uh, Robin. Who I just never really got into. I just I struggled. This one, those ones were too cartoony. Okay, um, so now it makes sense. So you have to view them a different way. Yeah, now it makes sense why I didn't care much for this one because this one also had Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Yeah, and he played Mister Freeze, which was terrible. So you had a bad Mister uh, Freeze and, has, and a bad Batman. Yeah, this one had everything going wrong. So you had Mister Freeze. You had Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy, who did pretty good. Uh, Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl, who wasn't so bad because she didn't really do anything. Bane, he, you didn't really get to really see anybody as Bane, but yeah. Uh, no one's this got one wasn't, Bane, right? No. They can't, I don't know if they just don't understand. I don't know. But yeah, the Keaton ones, even though they were Danny DeVito as Penguin. <laughs> hey, he was still good. I <laughs> it liked it. Was, it wasn't that bad, right? But like, uh, or Mr. Cobblepot, they call him Penguin. Yeah. yeah I think that he didn't do as, as Oswald Cobblepot. He didn't do terrible, but yeah, I just, um, I wasn't super into it. Uh, but those first two are significantly better than the next set by a long shot. Jim Carrey's in there somewhere as the Riddler. I think that was in that same last movie there. No, that uh, was uh, Batman Returns. The previous one? Huh? That was Batman Returns. It was Returns? Yeah, with uh, with uh, Kilmer, I guess, right? No, uh, that was still Keaton. Yeah. No, Keaton was only in... Oh, no. Jim Carrey wasn't in the second one. He was in the third one. We got to look this up again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's so funny i'm pretty sure i'm right here I'll, I'll i'll be willing to admit that i'm wrong though it's okay batman 
forever. No, it was the one above that. Forever, yeah. Yeah, there it is right there. Okay, you're right. Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Oh, so O'Donnell was actually introduced as Robin in that one, and then he re- reprised his role in the second one. But they stopped, but they replaced Kilmer with Clooney. Hmm. I don't blame Keaton for not liking the direction of the movie. And he was like, I'm out, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face was terrible, too. I didn't mind Tommy Lee Jones, but like him as Two-Face, not so much, you know? Yeah, it's kind, this of, is back when, kind of a weird feeling. Yeah. This is, I, this is back when um, Batman would sell by himself. It didn't matter who Batman was. Because uh, he could just sell it on his own. Yeah, that one. The, it's so funny, though, how, how the, the first... The second one especially was very dark. And then Forever and Robin, it's like they had to try to make it more... Because at the bottom there, it said that McDonald's was like frustrated and they pulled their tie-in with Batman Returns. And uh, I thought that was kind of funny because it, they are a little bit more dark than the second and, or the third and the fourth one. Because those are very much more cartoony and more like, um, I don't know, lame. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. Now that I've now that I've proven I know Batman better than Bud, yeah. Um, I'm just kidding. Fake, I don't. I just fan. happen to know this movie. Yeah, <laughs> you've been outed, Bud. That's it. Uh, <clears throat> we'll see you next week on the. It's Chris not the show. animated series, right? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, did you hear the talking about bringing back the animated series again? Batman. Yeah. No. I think I was reading that somewhere. I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I want them to bring back Batman be nice. Beyond. Yeah, that'd be really good. You know, it's so funny. Is, uh, I know we've kind of sort of talked about this off air, but I, I did we talk about this a different time? I don't know. Um, Me and Shane have talked about but it. But I really, huh? Me and Shane talked about it in our oh, episode. Okay. Because uh, I really enjoyed uh, McGinnis as the um, the new Batman. Yeah. Uh, and I enjoyed all that. And I feel you like know? that would make a uh, great show for CW to pick up. Yeah, because it, you don't have to have, you don't have to have Batman there for very, like, well, you don't have to have Batman there at all. You just have Bruce Wayne, or he doesn't. I, you could even change Bruce Wayne. I don't think it necessarily has to be Bruce Wayne necessarily. Yeah, because um, it, it's still a, it's still like a kind of continuation of Batman and his story, but it's not directly Batman if it flopped. Yeah, and I mean, the worst case, you could just it's a he's a separate, and you can just use flashbacks to tell the story of how he met, like you know what I'm saying, like how that how that sort of talked about without having to actually mention that either A, this is Batman, or B, this is um, Bruce Wayne. You don't have to actually mention name. You could just show, you don't even have to even show him, really. You could just have, you know, this is the guy kind of giving him a suit and this sort of stuff. You know what I mean? I uh, mean, like, they did Gotham. I really enjoyed him. Huh? They did Gotham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, Gotham was all about Jim Gordon. Right. And the uh, early years of, of uh, Bruce Wayne. Which I watched maybe like three seasons, two seasons of that. Um, See, I never got into it because to me, I always thought that a show focusing on Jim Gordon would just be a snooze fest. It wasn't bad. I think the part that it got so it was it was pretty good. I think it just didn't do a great enough job. Sort of. I mean, the people who they introduced as bad guys weren't. You know, they never made it past like Fish, who's done with um. What's her face? Oh my goodness. Will Smith's wife. Um, Jada Pinkett uh, Smith. Smith. Yeah. Uh, she plays fish, which she's a, it's a great character, but she's not really in the, she's not in Batman. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. It, it, I, it's one thing I've always struggled with, even with air, um, with Arrow when they introduced Diggle, which is not, I don't, I, I love Diggle, but 
it's like you know at some point diggle's gotta die right or he's gotta fade out because he he's not in when he becomes green arrow per se of course they took a totally different direction but you knew that that wasn't gonna happen because diggle wasn't a part of the the finale you know what i'm saying he's not in the original or in green arrow as we know green arrow uh, he was a totally made up character to help i guess get him there uh so it's like eh just hard to it's it's hard to attach yourself to a character who you don't think is going to be there for very long right yeah well with me and jim gordon i didn't even like him in the animated series i always thought he was annoying like go f- yeah jim gordon go fight your own fucking crown is- leave batman alone he's got bigger <laughs> fish to fry <laughs> yeah i don't think uh well i think gordon is a good um he's a good play he's someone that, that works well with batman um to some extent i don't i don't necessarily dislike Gordon, as as you mentioned with with um, Shane, Gordon helps give Batman something to always do. You know what I'm saying? Gives him give him leads to go down this because he never wants it to be truly fixed because then he would never have anything to do. So uh, he's got enough. I do agree do. with that. No, he he's he's a masochist in a lot of ways. Batman is. He just he wants more to do uh, <laughs> to stay busy. Um, he got plenty of women to keep him busy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, for you, it was uh, Batman, right, when you were a kid? But you said you were also into Spider-Man some, right? Yeah. Was it like the animated series, or was it like the movies? Movies. So uh, you were all about Tobey Maguire, right? Yep. Talk to me about Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man. Man, I'm trying to pull some shit out of you. Come on. Well, as far as, like, all the Spider-Man movies go, like, you know, you get Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland, I feel like Tobey Maguire played the best version of Peter Parker. And Andrew Garfield has played the best version of actual Spider-Man. And I feel like Tom Holland does a good job at both. So I'm kind of torn as to who's my favorite actor for all three. I mean, obviously, based off what I just said, it would probably have to be Tom Holland because he does a good job at both. But I still feel like the other two do a better job at their versions that I just mentioned. Like Tobey Maguire just plays a very good Peter Parker. And Andrew Garfield plays a very good version of Spider-Man in the suit. Okay, I was going to say, I think what, what, what hindered Garfield more than anything was they picked bad villains. Reptile was the first villain, and then the second one was like, like a Gambit or something, right? I, like everybody. The whole Sinister Six he was going to take on or some shit. So I don't think they did a great job giving him somebody like a foe. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't bring up Green. I don't think Green Goblin was in the second the second pairing of movies at all, was he? No. Um, you know, so that didn't help him at all. Uh, I don't remember who the the main bad guy in, in the second one was. Um, I've only watched it a couple times. Electra, Jamie Fox. That's right. Yeah, and come on, man. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, the uh, that kind of hurt that <laughs> franchise. Come on, dude. It has nothing to do with Jamie Foxx. It's nothing to do with Jamie Foxx. Right. It has everything to do with the portrayal of Electro. Come on, dude. Yeah, Jamie Foxx is a damn good actor. Yeah, it just didn't work. But it didn't work. The first Spider-Man series with Tobey Maguire, like you said, he had a lot better villains. You know, the first one was Green Goblin. The, the second or one. Green Goblin, yeah. The second one was Doc Ock. And then the third one is yep. everybody's favorite Venom. Yes. Yeah, I think they did a much better job. Uh, Sandman's in there too, right? Isn't he? Yeah, he, he's kind of like the the under-villain. Um, yeah, the thing that they did great in those was uh, you had enough... And the Green Goblin, right? He comes back and it's uh, Franco. 
Um, right? Yeah. Because William Defoe oh, is a wonderful actor, and he does a great job as Green Goblin in the first in the first movie. I think that, like you said, Tobey Maguire. I think that some of the casting was goofy. Like I didn't really care for uh, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, Dunst. Yeah. Yeah. Who plays uh, Mary Jane? I don't think Franco was a great selection for the the second version of Green Goblin. Uh, William Defoe's son. I can't. What is his name in the show? I don't remember. Or in the movie, I don't remember. Either way, I don't think that he was a great pick. Um, I didn't mind the guy who played Doc Ock. I don't remember his name. Um, but he he was pretty cool. I think a lot of it is just um, they had significantly better storytelling, like weave in that story. And like you said, McGuire, he's such a he comes off as such an innocent Peter Parker that you can't help but fall in love with him as Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy him. At, you know, uh, what is it? And is, is, that's, that's the third one, right? When he gets the symbiote suit yeah. where he, he, he becomes black Spider-Man and he's acting all crazy yeah, and the, he's got like his attitude and all that. The meme. Yeah, the meme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was you said? Did you send me? Somebody sent me a picture of with with him dancing. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but I was laughing. Uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of hilarious the the route they took, right? And they took a lot of risks, but at the same time, they gave Tobey Maguire and that version of Spider Man a lot of really good villains, so that you know he's kind of matching up with somebody worth it, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's he's fighting somebody who's. That that's matched up with him. Like, unfortunately, with Andrew Garfield, uh, he was matched up with Reptile, right, in the first movie, and it just never really fully clicked for me. I was like, "This is this is the best you got." Yeah, they like if they dropped if it was the a ball. TV show. They dropped the ball with villain know? choices for the Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, it's like if it was a TV show, and like you're building to Reptile, you don't really get so upset because you know there's more seasons to come. You know what I'm saying? Like. To revolve an entire movie around who's not even really like a B, like he's like way down on the list in terms of like bad guys. Like Spider Man has a crap ton of villains to pick from, like but an insane number. At the same time, like the Marvel ones, you know, his main villain has been Vulture, and to me, Vulture is not really that interesting. But that's still, a, I agree, it's still a damn good movie. Well, they did a good job of making it about uh, character development, the non-vulture, and then the vulture, right? The the human being, Michael Keaton, of course, <laughs> great actor. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. the The actual MCU versions, they're just very good at what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, they but they made Vulture seem important. Like, I don't, and, and we know that he is somewhat important. But. I don't think there's like when when you list off like MCU movies. I can't really think of a bad one. I can think of ones. I, mean, I can think of ones that don't interest don't me like. as much because I don't have any ties to that actual character. But the movies are still good. Yeah, they do a great job of balancing out good stuff versus bad stuff. Of course. Yeah, I mean character uh, development, storytelling, yeah. comedic bits. You know. So I googled the list of order, and I know we're talking about superheroes, but why the fuck not, right? The top, the, this is the going from the worst order to the best, and uh, a lot of these we'll, we'll agree on, really. The worst one is considered Thor the Dark uh, World, which we have talked about, and you said you just really don't give a shit about yeah. Thor. Too far and that's out true. there. We really don't. Yeah. Uh, the Incredible Hulk. 
Which one? This is the one that has Edward Norton. Oh yeah, that was good. Um, that jump started. I thought it was a good movie too. That jump started the whole MCU stuff. Yeah, I agree. I really liked it, um, but unfortunately, it, it never continued. Edward Norton uh, left the series, and he was replaced. But they just said the hell with it and didn't bother to make another movie. I'm not entirely sure why. That was the the the. I guess there's 23 total movies. That was 23. That's number 22. So it's the second worst movie in the MCU universe, or MC. Yeah, the MCU, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, of course. Yeah, they can. So they can go that's fuck themselves. So I don't agree with that. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to keep going. So the next in order is, uh, this is of course from the bottom to, we're working our way to the top here as Iron Man two. Uh, that would be the third from the bottom. I kind of agree. That's the one that has Mickey Rourke as whiplash. Uh, I just, you know, it kind of sucked, didn't it? Yeah. That was the guy with the whips, you, right? Yeah. 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 I would, uh, I would agree. Like the electric whips. Yeah. Didn't really work, man. No. Uh, I don't know that he was necessarily the best bad guy you could have picked in that position. Yeah, my my wiener was kind of like soft throughout that whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. What? Dude, all the Avengers movies are good. They are smoking okay, crack. Well, so I half agree because they did not make Ultron as powerful and as, a, as important as he really truly is. Um, I feel like they didn't give him enough credit. Like. Ultron is like the ultimate bad guy for the Avengers. I mean, obviously they th- they pumped up Thanos to be that guy, but I'm just saying, like he seemed like he was he should have been a maybe not necessarily a, uh, a two movie guy, but he should have been. It seemed like he was more important in that one. Um, I think they kind of screwed up on that particular one, but I do agree it's not not as bad as some of these other ones. But you know, kind of is what it is. Next one is Thor, just the original Thor. That one was okay. Uh, I don't even remember this one. Yeah, I don't even remember it. Uh, uh, it's followed by Captain Marvel. Um, Never watched it. Nobody likes Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, it seems. Um, and supposedly they spend most of the time kind of with the Kree and don't don't kind of get out enough. I guess I don't remember the movie that well. So, uh, whatever. Uh, next one is Iron Man 3. I don't even remember who the bad guy was in Iron, in Iron Man 3. Is that the Mandalorian? Whatever his name is. I don't remember either. It's been so long since I've watched yeah. these movies. That, that's why it's down at the bottom. It sucked. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> it just. It, it's obviously not the best version, right? Um, the next one is Captain America: The First Avenger, which is the I guess the first one, right? So, uh, not a fan. I just yeah, I don't really care for Captain America. My other thing is like I struggle with Captain America because I've already was introduced to um, Chris Evans as uh, Johnny from the fantastic four. So I can never get past that. And like, Oh, I'm supposed to believe he's now iron. Um, not iron man that he's now captain America. So I don't know. That's just my, the way my brain works. The next one's Ant-Man, which never watched it. I enjoy Ant-Man. You haven't watched it. You said, nope. I enjoy Ant-Man. I don't really care for Paul Rudd as Ant-Man though. Uh, next one's guardians of the galaxy. Volume two. Didn't watch it. You should watch them. I think you would enjoy those, but my least favorite part is that the bad guy is um, his dad, who's supposed to be a planet. Like, come on, dude. I, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Uh, plot line for that movie is just trash. Uh, other than that, I think it wasn't a bad movie. It's pretty funny. Um, we follow that up with Avengers Infinity War. I don't really... 
I don't really know why that one's there. I guess it's because uh, they were painting themselves into a into a corner, right? Oh, I don't remember most of these okay. movies. I know I've watched them. Then it's well, we'll just, I'll just go through them. Then if you if you have anything to say, we'll just we'll I'll shut up for a second. Uh, next one's Ant Man and the Wasp. I, I personally enjoy that one better than the first one, so I do think it is the better of the two. Um, everyone still loves Evangeline Lilly. Uh, you know she was in Lost as Kate. Um, so it's not bad to see her here. Uh, but yeah, uh, next one's Dr. Strange. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I fucking hated Dr. Strange. Really? I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's confusing. <laughs> I fucking hate him. I think that everything about everything about Dr. Strange is trash, man. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yep. I don't get it. Uh, Dr. Strange could beat next Superman. Yeah. He just throws him into a time portal, right? I guess they can whoop his ass. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just didn't enjoy it, man. I don't. I never. I, I think I fell asleep trying to watch that movie like three times. Fuck you, and Paul. I just couldn't get into it. Doctor Strange wins. <laughs> Next one, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Yeah, Is that the one with Spider Man. I don't it? know if that one's. Uh, yeah, we getting there. Um. I'm saying, the next is that one the is Spider Man: Far From Home. No, I was saying, is that the oh, movie the- with Spider Man cameo in it? No, no, no. no. Oh, that's not the one where he comes in. That's uh, the, the the next the next Captain America that's going to be on here. Okay, that's the one where that's like uh, infi- not Infinity, whatever the hell the name of it, uh, Civil War. Yes, the one that, that one was good. In. Yeah, this one wasn't bad, but you know, it's this is the one where they find out that the Winter Soldier is uh, um, Hydra or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I, I I really didn't get into Captain America that much. Same. Um. Next one, Spider-Man: Far From Home. That's the second. Was that the second one or the first one? I think that's the second one. I don't know. They don't have the bad guy listed. I can't see. Yeah, it's the second one. Homecoming is the first one. So this is the second one. This is the one with Mysterio. The next one is Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I agree, dude. I'll be honest with you. I really enjoyed the Guardians of the Galaxy series. I liked. Uh, I like Chris Pratt as Star Lord. I think he really disarms the character. And, uh, you know, we were talking earlier about superheroes and how we, the sort of superheroes we enjoy. And uh, the cool thing about Chris Pratt in general is he's like such a, a bumbling idiot in a lot of ways that like you just kind of, you hope he pulls through, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can agree with that. Just on my portrayal of what I've seen through the Avengers movies. Yeah. 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 So uh, he does it. And obviously this one is they're setting up even becoming a team and all that. So it's even quite funny and then of course drax gamora rocket raccoon uh, rocket Rac- raccoon and uh groot round out the team um yeah, it's st- definitely a fun movie i'm still not a fan of bootista the really yeah he's so funny he's got because he's like uh so drax his his actual like um i don't know man i just feel like he's not a good actor he doesn't have to act much in this movie. In this, it's just one-liners, so that's where he kind of. I just I don't. That's where he works. I don't like him as an actor. I feel like he's just another one of them wrestlers that only got noticed because he's such a big guy, and that's the only reason he's in Hollywood. I don't know. Maybe we should sit down and watch it one day. I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. Um, I think he sucks. Next one's Captain America. No, <laughs> it's Captain America: Civil War, the one that you were mentioning yeah. that has. Uh, the Spider-Man in the it. fight between um, him and Iron Man. That was good stuff. Yeah. The whole... 
I think that was the best. It definitely is the best version of Captain America because I do like when they splinter the team. It felt like a mini Avengers. I mean, it really did. Um, and they were able to pack it all in there without it being too weird. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes they pack too much information into one movie and it's like it's all, well, DC is very notorious for this where they pack too much into one movie and then it's all cutscenes and it doesn't work together, you know? Like Justin, not Justice League, like uh, Batman versus Superman. Suicide was like, Squad. Yeah, you're over here and now you're over here and then you're over here and now you're over there and it's like, Jesus Christ, are we, what are we doing here? Can we follow um, a path? Yeah, let's get somewhere. <laughs> The next movie is Marvel's The Avenger, The Avengers, uh, which is the first one, of course. Um, you kind of can't hate on that one. That one might be it. I would say it's probably is the best one. Next is Spider-Man: uh, Homecoming, which is of course the the reboot and the the first one in the new series, right? And I think that it it does a great job. Like I said, it's tough to I'll never tough say, to enjoy Vulture. I'll never say any Spider-Man movie right. sucks. I didn't say it sucks. I just said it's it's a good it's, it's good enough. Right? I'm just for saying what it is. they can make forty of them movies, and they could all be <laughs> the same villain in the same reboot story, like his origin story. I'd watch them. <laughs> I, I believe it. Next one is Thor Ragnarok, which this is actually my favorite version of Thor. Actually, so I I'm glad they agree that it's the best one because it definitely is. I don't remember that. Um, one. That's the one that has Hela in it, and uh, Thor and he meets up with. Hulk and they're uh, fighting in the arena and then he ends up back and that's when he loses uh, Mjolnir because uh, Hela just smashes it to a million pieces. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that the one where the, the female is trying to take control of the, the warp gate yes. or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then he, he becomes the lightning god. He like actually embraces it and he's like throwing lightning all over the place to, uh, what is the name of that song? Is it is it Led Zeppelin? I don't want to sing it, but I think it is. Either way, it's it's a it's a great visual watching him throwing lightning while listening while that song's playing in the background. Um, really good. Uh, next one's Iron Man, the original Iron Man. Um, it's one of the first ones that set off the MCU. You know, of course, that one and uh, Hulk, Incredible Hulk. Next one is the Avengers Endgame. It's kind of hard for that not to be there, right? Kind of, it ended that entire saga, so it. I guess it's great when you cannot screw that up. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, the number one uh, highest rated is Black Panther. Um, Fuck that. I, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm not here to disagree. I I couldn't make it through the movie. I fell asleep, dude. I I couldn't do it. Uh, just personally, no. uh, I did my best to try to enjoy it, but I just. I'm I'm you just know, gonna I'm go sure ahead. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. That one's only ranked number one because of its agenda. That's it. I never really enjoyed Black Panther. Period. Like I just never really got behind it. I agree. It probably has a lot to do with that. I mean, it was rated like 96 percent out of 100. So that's a pretty damn you know that's a near perfect movie. So yeah, and you know, let me just say too, I'm not against the agenda that it's going after. Oh no, not at all. I just I hate wasn't I hate when it's placed that high solely because of that. And I know that's why it's placed so high. Well, I mean, uh I was doing I did one where it's like the greatest villains in MCU and Killmonger was number one. Uh okay. And I'm sure too <laughs> the other reason too is because Chadwick okay. Chadwick Bozeman died. 
so that probably helped shoot it up there too. Well, I think this is based on current ratings, so it had to have been when the movie came out. So I, I don't know. It, they obviously it does change. It's not a it's not a permanent number. The, the number goes up and down, of course. Um, and it does suck that Chadwick Boseman did pass away uh, from cancer um, that had ravaged his body. Um, and he still continued to make movies while having it, which is amazing. And he didn't tell um, anybody about it either. Yeah, and he just let it, you know. It's just like one day he just died, you know. It's crazy. Um, you have to have a lot of respect for someone that can do that, you know. So I don't necessarily... Uh, I, I I don't say I hate the movie or anything. I just... I, I struggled to get through it. It is what it is. Uh, it doesn't, you know... It can be where it's at. No, no one's here to... Uh, yeah, I definitely feel that, like, Iron Man 1... The Incredible Hulk, the Avengers Endgame would probably have to be in my top three. Yeah. I, I never, so I had a huge dislike for Robert Downey Jr. for a really long time because he was such a like terrible person in his early, in his youth. Right. And uh, Iron Man's what saved I, It took career. me a long time. Yeah. A hundred percent. But it took me a long time to get past that. I don't really know why. Like it's, why hold it? I don't know. I didn't really hold a grudge. I just was like, I don't want to watch his stuff because of the way he was. You know what I'm saying? So I really haven't, I've never even watched Iron Man all the way through the original movie because of that. I just I couldn't, but I agree that it's probably because it, if that movie sucked, then there would be no MC universe. MC, yeah, there would be none, none at all. It would, it would have failed right there. So, uh, it's kind of crazy to think that that kind of did it right. Kind of pulled it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, did you ever get into star Wars? We're still talking about superheroes, so might as well. It's still a superhero, right? I mean, I was... I would imagine not. Huh? I was into, like, the the first three in the 80s. So, like, four, five, and six, technically. 70s? In the 70s? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That era before <laughs> I was born. I, I My son has rewatched them all, and uh, I got a chance to rewatch a lot of them, too. I can't get into the and new ones, man. The you talking about the the three that came out in the early two thousands? Yeah, those three sucked. And then I think the stuff they're doing now, the stuff that they're doing now is okay. Like I think I've did, watched. Did you them watch all. the Mandalorian? I watched a couple episodes. I couldn't get into it. It gets better. Thankfully, they're only like thirty minute episodes, so they're not like as big of a slog as like a a forty five minute or to an hour episode. You know what I'm saying? It's not as bad. It gets better. Old Sasha Banks makes a makes an appearance later in the show, um, which is pretty cool. Some weird noises coming on down here. Yeah, I've, I've just I've never been a Star Wars guy. Like the way I look at Star Wars is like it's an okay movie at best. I don't feel like it deserves the cult following that it has, but that might just be the way I perceive it too. I don't know. Yeah, I've uh, obviously I don't have the time to sit down and watch like all six in a row, uh, <laughs> in order. There's more than six. Um, well, there's the nine that came out. Re- the other three that came out now, but I'm saying the original yeah, six. Well, well, the original three. The original three. The three that the came prequels, out, and then the the Skywalker saga. Yeah, the ending of that one. Um, I mean, I agree that like, I, first of all, I don't have time to watch all nine. I definitely I can barely even watch all three in a row. But I do like going back and watching the original three. So, like, if I'm trying to, sometimes if I'm trying to take a nap or, or go to bed, I might throw that one on. Has some background noises to get me rolling. But yeah, no, Mark Hamill. I mean, they had such a great cast, right? Like in the original, um, the original three, and it just kind of got better. 
or not got better. It never could recapture that again. Um, I, I think I, I think it's best to not look at them as like a in order because I think that the other three kind of become better when you don't really think of it that way, uh, or you compare them. I think that's what we we as you know as a I mean if I society them, and as individuals do it. Yeah, if I compared them, it'd be the first three from the seventies, so four, five, and six. Yeah, and then seven, eight, nine, and then one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah, I think most people kind of have that same feeling, but I think it's because... I've never been a fan of prequels. Well, I, I try not to look at it that way. Of course, you don't have a choice, right? Because they tell the story of, of, of um, I mean, Anakin and then how he ends up becoming Darth Vader. I mean, even in video so, games, you know, when when a video game comes out, for example, Gears of War, and they, they lay out one, two, and three, like, great story and all that stuff, and then here they come with a prequel. Like you've already laid yeah. the groundwork of a story and you've ended this story and then you try to get me on board with the prequel. It just it doesn't do anything for me. Like if anything, just continue the fucking story. I know you said that it ended, but yep. right in a way for where it didn't end. Or a different perspective. But yeah, when you do prequels, it you almost can't make the same especially in video games. It's almost like you can't make the same game, right? Because nothing like that was one of the issues with you said Gears of War, right? So one of the issues with Gears of War was they wanted to add in new characters, new new bad people to fight against, right? So they made that one that like uh, would like run at you and explode or something that came out in the in the prequel only, and they had to but they had to write a way to write it out because it's not in the first Gears of War's game. So it's just like it's just more of a headache than it's worth. Just don't even bother. Yeah, <laughs> just don't even bother. It's just it's, especially video games. Movies, I don't necessarily dis I don't necessarily dislike them, but it it just the problem is is they usually can't like uh fill out all the right information. I don't know what's so hard about just writing something from a different perspective, so or you know, whatever. Or you're not trying to pull in from a story you're already telling. Well, uh, and then the other thing you got too is you got like your main three and then you got a prequel. And then they'd try to make sequels off the main three. So now you've got an interruption in between the original three to the sequels. Yeah. And it really disconnects you. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, all that's kind of weird. Like, especially with Star Wars, like you were saying. Like, I, I don't know why they went backwards. Because obviously, when he originally wrote it, he had no intentions of writing the first three. He just wanted that was going to be one, two, three, I think, originally. And I don't know. I'm not a Star Wars buff either. I just was curious why we was talking about like superheroes in general. Well, I mean, kind of how we felt about it. The movies from the '70s were originally labeled as four, five, and six. Were they? Yeah. I mean, I saw an original movie poster didn't have any of that, but I mean, I guess it could be. I mean, I had the VH uh, VHS really tapes. They're labeled four, five, and six. Yeah, but they could have come out right around that time. I mean, well, these were damn the, the the these were purchased in like the '80s or the '90s. These weren't recently. Yeah. Because I used to watch them whenever I'd stay home from school. Sick. <laughs> oh, yeah, like episode four or five. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Um, so like A New Hope and then The Empire Strikes Back and then Return of the Jedi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you then. Yeah, because they were, they were labeled like with their episodes in them. Mm -hmm. But I, I just don't get why they would have done it that way. I guess I understand. I think I remember extent, reading. Kind of I think I remember reading an article a long time ago that originally George Lucas wanted to hold off on the prequels because the technology 
wasn't available for him to make the movie that he actually wanted to make. I think. Yeah. So okay. So the first film was just called Star Wars when it was originally released in 1977. It was later subtitled Episode Four: A New Hope. But yeah, still weird. But I get it. I think part of it was you. You. I think what I think he did. I think what I was reading was he had to start in the middle of something because he didn't think he could sell the first one where it didn't, it didn't start in the, you know what I'm saying? Like it, he would be a the, smart the first man. Ep, the fir- exactly. Like he started in the middle of a war, uh, so that he could easily sell it to, to movie theaters instead of versus like trying to tell a story at the beginning and then leading into a war. Uh, I think that was part of the problem. And he's a smart part man. Of the reasoning. Cause if he started with true blue episode one, that franchise would have yeah. died. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, with little probably little, little baby Anakin racing pods and shit. Yeah, that that franchise yeah. would have fucking went straight into the dirt. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I do agree that I think that um, the the first set of three was a lot better than the second set, and then the third set is slightly better than the 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 second set. So, like, I would agree that your set is mine and yours are the same. But I I don't dislike one, two, and three probably as much as you do. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Because those were the first ones I saw personally. Um, I didn't have my my dad didn't watch Star Wars when I was a kid. Like episode three Uh, was okay, the one with Darth Maul in it. Yeah, it was okay, and that maybe that's just because it kind of led into the Star Wars that I know, so I had a little bit of connection to it more so than like one and two. Right. Yeah. I I just didn't dislike them. Those were the first set I, I watched. So at most those came out. I mean, we were in like middle, elementary school still. Right. So when those first started coming out, um, I don't or we we're just getting out of elementary school. Huh? I don't remember. It, they came out in the early two thousands. So we were oh, in yeah. middle school, elementary school or middle school. So somewhere in there, I was too busy. Uh, so those were like the first Ball ones Z. I saw. Fuck star Wars. Yeah. I had Goku. Well, so that part could have been part of the problem, right? Like your original process could be because you were growing out of that genre. You watched those first sets when you were a young, like, you know, when you were in early middle um, elementary school. So that could have been part of it too. Uh, for me, it was just like first, I'm sorry, number one, number two, and number three, I saw first. And then one of my uncles was like, dude, you haven't even seen the best ones yet, you know? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no. Star Wars really is four, five, and six, and I was like, okay, whatever. So yeah. I had to watch those, and I, it, you know, at the time I didn't get it because the graphics were so much better in one, two, and three. I couldn't appreciate four, five, and six. Now I can very easily appreciate four, five, and six, but I don't really care for the story in six, seven. I'm sorry, seven, eight, nine as much. Um, well, that's because you've, but you've, I do still like. You've kind of disconnected yourself from the franchise, and you're just viewing it as yeah. a movie. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are more into Star Wars than you and I that probably really enjoy them. Oh yeah, uh, all set, all all nine of them, yeah, really most certainly. Um, and they can piece. What's together, your favorite villain? They can piece together all nine and and be like, "Nah, you just don't understand the story fully," and that's yeah. okay. Yes. Yep. And I don't, and I fully admit that. Um, before we wrap up, what's your favorite supervillain? Carnage. Or Joker. Carnage. Why Carnage? That's a. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be in there, but that's a unusual because he's a more uh, badass version of Venom. He's a more ruthless version of Venom. Yes, badass. I would say. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, Venom is, uh, like, so, uh, I know we didn't talk about this, but did you, have you seen, like, the Tom Hardy versions with Venom? Yes. The, the first movie and the second one's coming out soon, I guess? Yeah. Um, obviously, Venom is sort of like a tweener. Carnage is very much not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carnage is very much a bad guy and bad guy through and through. And, uh, so, yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot of redeeming qualities. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where they go with the rest of those, you know, because uh, there's so many different symbiotes that they can add in there. Um, yeah, I knew I knew at the, like, the end of Venom, like the little post-credit thing, when it, mm-hmm. when it showed a picture of the cell and it had the name Cletus, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's carnage! Yeah, And I got so excited. Like, I didn't have to Google what the end game thing was, you know? I was like, yeah. They're gonna do another one. It's gonna be fuck Carnage. Fuck yeah. Yep. And then I actually Googled it and they said that it wouldn't they wouldn't do it because the first one didn't sell quite well. And I was like, you gotta be fucking right. shitting me. And then they changed their mind <laughs> yeah. again. And they're like, they're doing it. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I think that they're a great pairing. Uh Carnage has come a long way. I tried to watch the old, you know, the old school series of Spider-Man, like the the original one, yeah, it's and not uh, good. It, it's not good. No, uh, and Carnage and them were kind of like paired as like, like how on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, there's like Bebop and Rocksteady. You know yeah, how they, they were always viewed as like they uh, almost pair them as brothers. Yeah, and they're paired together, kind of like um, two dumb ones. You know what I'm saying? Like they just they just always get beat up. You know. Uh, so yeah, uh, I don't. You know, I never really got a. T- I guess the Joker would be mine. Uh, just because he's such a great foil for 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 Batman. Um, You're paraphrasing Shane now. Yeah, I unfortunately, but it's true though. I do agree that they're such a good. They bring a great dichotomy between the two of them. They do, uh, and and once again, he's a he's a villain that's identical to Batman. He doesn't have any powers. You know, he, he just doesn't care. He's just completely he's, chaotic and insane. On purpose, like, and that's the other thing I guess I, I I really enjoy about him is he's still calculated in a lot of ways. It's not uncontrolled rage or uncontrolled chaos. Like he's still he's creating the chaos. Yeah, I mean, it's not and like he knows what's. You know what I'm saying? It's not like most villains; they have a purpose of to why they're doing what they're doing, right? Yes. Joker has no fucking purpose. He just wants to do it because he wants to do it. Yeah, and create chaos and just cause issues. That's what that's all he wants to do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think he's great. Um, Ultron is another one of my favorites, but he just doesn't get the same credit he deserves. But yeah, I mean, villains. A lot of it, it, it it's hard to care about a villain if you don't like the superhero they're attached to. True. Um, uh, because if you don't have that yin with the yang, it's hard to be like, man, I really enjoy the supervillain because then the supervillain becomes the good guy and the good guy becomes the bad guy because you don't care. Like that, that dichotomy almost flipped in, in season two of arrow, right? Where you almost, you almost care more about Deathstroke than you do Oliver queen slash green arrow because of how much you enjoy uh, Manu Bennett's portrayal of Deathstroke. They almost swap positions, so uh, and maybe that's why they were like, "Shit, we need to slow down on the Deathstroke stuff." Maybe I don't know, but well, yeah. I think a lot of it is and it's kind of like Flash and, and Reverse Flash. 
you don't care yeah. at all about Reverse Flash. He is never portrayed that way. He is portrayed strictly as a villain. And he has no redeeming qualities. They give him none. Right. Zoom even more so, like in, in the Flash series here. Uh, Zoom, they even took even more of like the the redeeming qualities. They even stripped even more away from him. Um, so yeah, I've always enjoyed... I think a good villain has to have a good uh, hero. And at the same time, you have to eliminate as many... Um, like redeeming qualities as possible. Uh, otherwise, you're going to fall into a trap where people are going to like them more than they're going to hate them. And the goal is to get them to be hated, not liked. And let's uh, be honest, too. They got to have a badass costume. It it helps. Yeah. Like you, know, like you said, with, um, with Zoom versus Reverse Flash, Zoom has a black costume. That helps a lot. It's so much better. Yeah, I, I didn't really care for the guy who portrayed Zoom. I mean, he wasn't bad, but I just, you know, obviously the guy who portrays uh, Reverse Flash is the better actor of the two. Uh, yeah, but. But yeah, I agree. I get tired of um, him seeing acting 20 different roles in that show. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that's frustrating, right? Is he's got like 90 different versions of yeah, himself. I'm, you know, they pulled them all in. I'm tired of that. I don't know if they're doing that. So Kavana can have a flex and be like, look at how good of an actor yeah. I am. Or if that was actually well, I mean, the show's direction to do that. I mean, he is a great actor, so that does help. But he yeah, is, no, but I would. I'm sick and tired of it. If you overuse something, it becomes irrelevant. Yeah, and they're pushing that envelope pretty closely because it hasn't. Isn't Reverse Flash technically back now? So it's like, geez, man, I don't know. He was already back, right? That, once you created the multiverse, man, it got a little too confusing. Yeah, I mean, he's still locked um, up. But yeah, man, uh, you got any other? Thoughts or anything that you might enjoy or want to talk about before we wrap this thing up? Goku is the best superhero. He could kill everybody. Okay, we could talk. We could talk a little bit about. We already talked about Dragon Ball Z, but no, the thing about Goku is he's lazy. So he's not lazy. If he was, yes, he is. He trains. Ish. <sighs> he's fucking lazy. I is <laughs> he eats a lot. I I like, dude. I'm telling you, he he is man. He drives me crazy. You know, when I was a kid, when we were kids, you don't think about it this way, but like I, I started watching this. Um, I tried to watch it again since then, but you realize that Goku just, he is like, a, he doesn't want to be a superhero. He just wants to like eat all day long, uh, train occasionally. Yeah, he's selfish. Lift rocks. Very selfish. He's the exact opposite of a fucking superhero. Like he's not a superhero. Um, but he, at the end of the day, it's like, once you've, he's got pushed all the way to like his limit, he's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. Yeah, and that's why a lot of people side with Vegeta more than Goku. Yeah, because Vegeta wants to be the best, and he's just not capable. Right. And he puts forth all the effort, he tries really hard, uh, and he just... He can't get the job done. He just done. doesn't ever have it. Yeah, he, but he tries, and he puts forth, like I said, he puts forth all the effort. Um, damn Kakarot, I tell you. Yeah. And Goku swoops in um, final moment. Yeah. <laughs> Drops Kamehameha and we're done. Yeah. On to the next bad guy. Yeah. I just man, I, I can't I can't get behind a, a a a quote unquote good guy or a superhero who just has such a um small worldview and just doesn't care about the the situation until it's like he has no choice. You know what I'm saying? I just, yeah, 
So Gohan's your favorite I'll, superhero? Man, they fucked up Gohan. He he would have been, but they fucked he but he got see, he got cocky and selfish too. So But that was the uh, Super I'm Saiyan go 2. That was the Super Saiyan 2 rage that made him that way. Yeah. Uh dude, he was such a badass. I tell he you, was. man, I, there's like nothing I know we've already talked about this, but there's nothing in TV or there's very few things in TV that have ever like made me be like, dude, this is freaking awesome as that. The only other time that ever happened recently was in The Walking Dead when they try to capture um, his Rick's son. And then he like he like gets he like goes into like a, a mood or whatever. And he like bites that guy and he beats the shit out of all those guys. Like that was like one of the only other times where I was like, oh, my God. You know, uh, obviously in the comic book, it's a lot more worse what they do to, um, what's his name? What's the, what's the young boy's name? Coral. Carl. Yeah. Uh, they do a lot worse things to Carl than they do in the TV show, of course, cause they can't do that stuff on TV. But, uh, yeah, when he goes, when Rick goes like into how do you uh, find, like that rage mode, how do you find Will Smith in the snow? Fresh Prince, Coral. God, I wonder how he feels about being a meme all over the place. Yeah, when he's when he's leaned over telling Carl that story. My dude, my favorite moment in Walking Dead history is season three with the uh, governor. Yeah, and they invade the prison, and they're sitting like by the the property line and shit. And Rick's all like, "We can survive. We can all live together." We have resources. We can all get along as human beings. And the government, the governor just looks at him and goes, I have a tank. Bro, when he said that, I started busting <laughs> out laughing. Like this whole heartfelt speech that Rick just fucking spat out. And for the governor just to go, I have a tank. <laughs> oh my God. That was, I tell you that. That, that was show good went stuff. downhill quick, bro. That show went downhill quick. Yeah. Ah. Season three was the end of my Walking Dead career, even though I watched it up to season seven. Season three was the end for me. Yeah. Yeah. Once the. the <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. The, the governor was the end of it, unfortunately. Yeah. For me as well. Like I like I said, I still watched it for quite a while. Um, but yeah, we sort of ended up here because we were going to talk about canceled TV shows and realize we don't watch very many. However, The Walking Dead is getting canceled. So. About time, unfortunately. You sort of think about it. Yeah. Um, they milk my favorite character. Who's enough. your favorite character in The Walking Dead? It's a fine question. I don't think I have one. Probably Shane. Mine's Morgan. Morgan. Morgan? Um, Morgan. Yeah. The black guy who yeah, trains him. The, the guy with the stick. Yeah. He's my favorite. But I agree. Shane was probably. He was pushing himself where he had no choice, right? Like they they had no choice. But yeah, I agree that at least in season he was in to season two, right? Yeah, he he, he died in season two. He became a zombie in two, and they had to kill him. Yeah, he was a great character. The guy who plays him, uh, John Berthanol, I think is his name. Yeah, same guy that played the Punisher. Uh, Another good TV. Yeah, show. who plays? Who goes on? I got canceled. Yeah, which is great too. Um, yeah, I think that he's he's definitely up there. But no, I liked Morgan. I don't know why. I guess I just like his demeanor. He's very, you know, I don't know. He's just always been my favorite. But that's not saying much because really there's, they do a great job of making you not care about any of the characters in the entire show. Well, it's because you know they're <laughs> going to get bitten by a zombie. And, and what's his name? Uh, Herschel, the old guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was my favorite too. Early, you know, because obviously he dies. So, but he was my, spoiler. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, he was what he was my favorite up until he died. You know, when he started losing legs and shit. Um, See, I never, I never got the whole attraction to Daryl. I don't understand why Daryl is such a favorite. I really don't. He doesn't. He's 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 very much like Goku. He's an unwilling, uh, good guy. At least in the beginning, uh, he doesn't want to do it, but he like slowly kind of morphs into that guy. Uh, but he's always like he always looks like someone pissed in his cornflakes. Like he. <laughs> well, I mean, in, in the beginning, the only thing he cares about is finding his brother Merle, who is an absolute dickhead. Yeah. Oh my god! Yes, he is like the epitome of a bad guy. He has no redeeming qualities at all. The, the gentleman who plays, um, I think he actually plays Yondu in uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy. That guy does, which is funny. But yeah, it's it's sort of a uh, they do such a great job in the beginning, anyway. Uh, of sort of, yeah, it's the same guy, Michael Rooker. That's funny. But yeah, that was sort of terrible that he wanted to go through all this hassle to find him. But I guess because he was he was a younger brother, and that was sort of. That was the guy that was going to keep him safe, but uh, yeah, that show kind of sort of took us took me south when they introduced what's his face, who said, "I know the cure, and I've got to make it." And I was like, "All right, dude, this is oh funny. yeah, I'm done with this shit." Yeah, I know who you're talking uh, about. I forgot his name. Oh god, the dude with the yeah, mullet. I don't, yeah, yeah, fucking man. <sighs> yeah, I was over the show by then. Yeah, and if anybody, but, at, yeah, man, if anybody at NBC is listening. You don't have to bring back heroes completely, but give me a fucking ending of some sort. Don't chop it off. Oh, heroes. Through. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt, I doubt that'll ever happen, but yeah, it's one of those that's frustrating, isn't it? Where you, you like, cause like some shows, you know, they get canceled, but they still leave off in a good spot. Like how arrow wraps up their seasons. Like even if they canceled arrow at season three or season two or season four, you would still be like, it was still a good show. And they're still kind of, yeah. everything's wrapped up. They just canceled Heroes in mid-go. Yeah, that's frustrating. Very. Um, that, that would be like canceling Lost after like season, like, well, no, because even if they canceled Lost after they got off of the island, it's like, okay. Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> to be fair, when they ended Lost, I'm still lost, so it's not like they did a good job yeah. there. It didn't change, yeah. Bad example. Well, it's hard to try to wrap up all that shit. They, 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 un, you know, they, they unraveled all this mess, and then they try to wrap it all up in one one season. It kind of doesn't work that way. Lost is a good example of a show that's so bad that it's good. Like I can't believe I After watched like season three. Yeah, I can't believe I watched every episode of that shit, and I still don't know what's going on. But I'd still <laughs> watch it again, probably. Uh, well, so season one, two, and three are really good just kind of gets murky from then on um i've always disliked the show because there was just too many coincidences like i've never bumped into somebody like that ever but like you bump into a guy and then he's magically on the island with you and a hatch get the fuck out of here dude like i just i also don't travel much so maybe that would change if i did but i just i i don't know little do you know that's actually the holding cell where they have slade wilson they're on the same island yeah, same island. Exactly. Yeah. They're on land Lian Yu. Yeah, they're in Purgatory. It all makes sense now. Um It all makes that's all you have to do. Just say they're on Lian Yu. That's the island. It's yeah. Lian Yu. They're in the middle. They're in Purgatory. They're not quite in hell, but they're not in heaven either. They're stuck in Purgatory. And then Jack shepherds them to heaven. Those that make it. Yep. He's all over. There's the your queen. ending. Okay. Well, 
there was ever a better time to end. It's right there. We've all made it to heaven. Um, sure. <laughs> at least in Lost. Um, and then, uh, yeah. What a great day. Got anything else, bud? No, I'm just going to do what you can't do and say bye. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. If you made it this far, we appreciate you listening to the end. If you want to get a hold of us, our social links, we have a Facebook, which you can find Chris and Bud Show. Our Twitter is Chris and Bud Show 1. Chris's personal Twitter would be at Deliberate88. My personal Twitter would be at BudB88. We also have a Discord server that we've launched that's free for everyone to join. You can find the link for that on the Twitter or the Facebook page. Discord is going to be the easiest way to interact with me and Chris. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.